Hey, it's Lou Peck here from the International Bunch. I want to talk to you about the secrets of media training. Now, if you're worried about an upcoming interview and you're not sure how to prepare, then we can help. Um, basically, this podcast, we're going to talk about 12 top tips to help you nail your media interviews. But firstly, um, for those that don't know, what exactly is public relations and why is it important? Now, public relations, also known as PR, is about managing your organization's brand and communications by using media channels, so for example, broadcast, print and online, relationships and activities. It's used to drive awareness, foster positive positioning and also to counter negativity, especially in times of crisis. Now, by introducing a PR strategy, a public relations strategy, for you or your organization or your brand, you can help increase awareness help manage your reputation and ultimately strengthen community relations, which is really important. So these are our top tips to help you succeed. Firstly, you need to decide the best format. Now, before even deciding who is right to represent your organisation or your brand, you need to be thinking about which format of the response is appropriate. So what do I mean by that? Well, is it a live interview or is it a written statement? It needs to align with your existing communication strategy and you may want to reduce any reputational damage surrounding the story. If, for example, you need to defend a negative story that attacks your brand and organisation, you're dealing with a reputation issue where you are already depicted as a villain. Or crisis communication, you may want to issue a written statement rather than an interview and avoid getting grab attention grabbing headlines by saying something basically that you later regret. Secondly, match the spokesperson to the format. Now, dependent on the format of the interview that we just talked about, you need to select the best person for the job. Consider whether they are quick on their feet to answer a question in a live interview or whether they are better suited to respond to media queries in writing. You'll need to prepare the spokesperson for different kinds of reporters. The third one is research your interviewer and the medium. Discover a bit more about the person who is interviewing you. Look at their previous interviews to get a sense about what questions they might ask you. Now, how can you do this? Well, you could simply do this by popping their name into an online search engine like Google or Bing. They may even send over their questions in advance if you ask. It's vital to understand the motivations of the interviewer. You may discover through the research that the interviewer likes to delve into private personal issues. And so you need to be prepared for how to answer these. Also, do confirm their correspondence email address matches that of the media outlet that they represent. Now, just a note here, many media outlets do commission freelance writers, so it may not match, but you need to make sure that they are credible individuals. Also, um, look at the credibility of their platform to better understand who their audience is, so that may when you answer the questions, they really resonate with those that... Um, you're talking to and for basically you to get a better sense of what they might ask you. Okay, so the fourth one is be prepared and consistent. What does this mean? Think about what questions you'll be asked and prepare rough answers or list out summary points to discuss and really have a clear focus about the story that you intend to tell. 
Now we recommend making a list of anything that you want to cover. Don't write a full script, keep your answers natural and tailored to the question. By developing go-to phrases to ensure um, that you'll have a consistent to brand message. And just to note, when I talk about um, a story, I mean that in the way of how you're telling the story of what you're talking about, that it resonates. And this more sits with a storytelling way of communication, not that you are telling a story and uh, not being truthful. Now, you may also want to think about how you can illustrate any points you make with examples. Where possible, undertake media training or get a real life interview under your belt as soon as possible. Number five is to display control and clear communication. Now, to ensure that you resonate in a multi-global environment, when we are in an online environment now, we are accessible to people all over the world. So talk slowly and clearly during the interview and basically pause to emphasise certain points, which is really important. This can be very helpful for those with um, stronger regional accents and also by simplifying your language, you'll also have a clear, more impactful message and it'll resonate and be accessible to more people. When answering a question, incorporate the question within the answer to help keep your answers succinct. So um, do get your message across early and give examples where you can. You don't have to wait to be asked. Just make sure that what you're saying fits with your responses and it doesn't sound out of place. It's your story at the end of the day that you're telling. So use bridging to help you get where you need to be. Um, regardless of how much you prepare, there may be someone that throws you a curveball. Not very helpful, hey? So you want to stay composed. Don't rise to any bait that you're given in an interview to keep the audience with you. Basically, stick to the facts and don't speculate. Remember, it becomes public record as soon as you say it or as soon as you write it or whatever medium you're using. But avoid saying no comment if you can. Some example answers to pivot or rephrase, um, which you might find helpful, would be, I don't know about that, but what I can tell you is, or the real issue is, or what really matters is, or... That's an interesting point. However, I think the real issue here is, or I'm focused on, for example, 2020 and the challenges facing us right now. I mean, probably as I say some of these, you'll think, oh, you know, I can just imagine a politician saying that. They have had media training. They are well-versed and trained with this kind of situation. But listen carefully to what is being said. That's very important that you are listening to what is being said and not thinking about your next answer. Acknowledge what is being asked and decide how you want to answer. Um, when you're interviewing on the phone, if you stand up and smile as you speak, looking into a mirror, that also helps because you're making sure that you're smiling. You'll project better and you'll appear to have more energy so you come across better. For a print interview, that basically starts the moment that you walk into a room or you answer the call. Number six is know the facts. Now, when you speak to an authoritative figure, the interviewer will expect you to have a grasp of the facts and figures related to what you're discussing. And that authoritative figure will be you. 
Anything that needs to be clarified should be sent soon after the interview to avoid delays in dissemination and to ensure that the right information is covered. So you need to ensure that they're correct when you're stating them as they may become public record. And they're also great for combating challenging questions as well. Number seven, beware of fake news. Now, as part of your research, you will have looked into the interviewer and their platform to check the authenticity to minimise being part of a fake news outlet or story. Now, if you see any errors or misquotes from the interviewer, make sure that you reach out to the reporter, cite any errors and ask them to be corrected before they go to print or before they're published. If printed, they may need to send out an amendment. So where possible, ask to approve the final piece to ensure the accuracy of the information. It's not always possible, but you can definitely ask. Uh, number eight is to concentrate on the flow. Now, practice doing the interviews with a friend or a colleague. Record yourself on a device like a mobile. They've got great um, um, microphones on them now and replay it to see how you come across. Try to breathe and be more relaxed and natural rather than robotic. When you bring in personal experience, you're also demonstrating more empathy, which resonates well, which can also be done with storytelling. And that's something that I just talked about earlier. And I also link to um, a storytelling masterclass that we did just to help you to inspire you more with this. Um, and this is in the description of this podcast. So think of it more like a performance and inject some enthusiasm into it, but not too much as you don't want to go over the top. Um, most people feel daunted and on edge when being filmed. Now, if this is you, it's important that you practice. Um, we've also got a link in the description to some um, examples of good interviews on YouTube as well. Um, Try not to talk over the interviewer. Always make sure you listen to their question and then give your considered response. It can make you look defensive, rushed and unprofessional if you answer before they're finished. And it might just be because you're nervous. So just breathe. And don't be, um, don't be scared to ask them to repeat a question as well if you want them to. Okay, so number nine is what is your body saying? When you're being filmed, use eye contact where possible with the interviewer to reinforce confidence. Um, also, by using facial expressions, you can easily portray your emotions. If it's a positive story, remember to smile. And do use your hands to express yourself because this can also help to express your message. But don't overuse them and try not to fidget. Telling you to relax is easier said than done, I know. But if you prepare well, it will help you make the most of the opportunity. Just remember to breathe. Okay, so number 10 is thank the interviewer. Be sure to thank the interviewer for their time, but also for the opportunity. Number 11, be the one to be asked to be quoted. What does that mean? When you demonstrate your authentic expertise in a smart, accessible way and provide interesting quotes, you'll become more attractive to the media to reach out to for quotes. Uh, number 12. OK, so this is the final one that we're going to be looking at, which is about dealing with trolls. Now, sadly, we live in a world that has created an environment for trolls and trolling. There are individuals, they have anonymous or fake accounts or even they 
represent them in their true way. And they can post abusive, harsh, irrelevant and really hurtful comments. They're looking to create a stir, they want to cause a reaction and they want to provoke a response. Regardless of your story or what is being trolled, you need to be prepared for this and have a strategy in place to minimise the impact. Check they are actually a troll before taking any immediate action. Establish a community policy if managing a page or group and remind people of the rules with a link. Most social platforms have their own. Ignore them. Don't feed the fire. Just be mindful that um, your followers and your fans may not ignore them, but they will be watching. So do have a look to see how um, you might respond and also how they're responding. Don't be baited. If you've made a mistake, correct it and own it. Um, you can, if you want to respond to them with facts to disprove their argument and misinformation. You could, if you wanted to, make light of the situation and diffuse with humour. Don't delete their posts as it can escalate their behaviour. And either you or someone should be in control of blocking or banning them. And if you have a blog, make sure you approve comments so you can disregard trolling comments. By having a loyal community, you may find, as I mentioned before, that the community does some of the work for you. You can, if you want to as well, submit a report to the social platform if they're in violation of language policies. Um, Hootsuite have a social media etiquette and we've got a link to this in the uh, description that sits alongside this podcast. It's also important to look after your own mental health. Try not to let any negativity get to you and remember the reason behind your story. I, I hope that you found our tips useful. And if you want to have any further advice or you want to have a one-to-one -one chat with us, then please get in touch at team at internationalbunch.com or go to our website, www.internationalbunch.com and we'll happily help. Thanks so much.